break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are Doctor's Nutrition of Texas, where we can help you with your nutritional solutions for your common health issues. Our website is a cut above naturals with an s on the end dot com where you will find all of our latest shows a health survey lab panels dr lewis's tips on blogs and just all kind of useful information so if you've not gone there please take a look around and do so and refer all your friends we've got a very exciting show this week it's called is your thyroid attacking itself which many people have a thyroid that have an autoimmune problem that don't even realize that they do. That was actually part of Dr. Lewis's book, The Thyroid Sniper, where he discusses that. Um, but it also gives you an idea about uh, you know, what's really going on with your thyroid and is there anything natural that you can do about it or when's the time to actually do medical treatment. So with that, Dr. Lewis will let you... Uh, educate everyone as only you can do (laughs) hey folks you know uh when your wife's feeding you a line of it well this is the time um you know i said in the book that in preparation for the book i read many 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 books and just hundreds of research articles and they said such different things that my idea was to write a very short, concise book that would tell you all you need to know and point out the fact that you need somebody that kind of can help you figure out the problem and guide you through it. Um, <clears throat> you know, when your thyroid goes too high, too low, it can make you crazy. And I talked to a sweet lady today up in another state, and I, I talked to a lady in another state today, and she of her own choosing, got off her thyroid medication by herself so she would know where she was with the lab. Well, number one, you should never do that without your doctor's knowledge and permission. And number two, that kind of threw a monkey wrench in what I was trying to do for her. So I told her immediately, go back to your doctor that puts you on the Synthroid. Taking a drug is not a bad thing because we attract a lot of people that want to do everything naturally. Not everything can be done naturally. And now, yes, the natural approach is really, really missing, but you don't throw away your medicines. Talk to your doctor about that. Um, one of the things that is very, very important is your GI tract because I said in the book that one of the books I read said 80% of all thyroid problems is Hashimoto's thyroiditis or an autoimmune disease. And another book said closer to 99%. I never saw it to be that percentage, but since I said it was maybe 30% in my practice, it's grown a lot. So maybe there's just more people coming to us that have Hashimoto's. And we're going to go over a few things, uh, some of the reasons it can happen and what to do about it. 
you have to stabilize the immune system. You can't increase it because the body's already attacking itself. I personally think the main reason that people get Hashimoto's or other autoimmune diseases is because of a gut problem. And that's not the only reason it can happen, but it certainly... I think one of the main things is your gut, and that's generally the answer to almost everything. I say if you're playing Trivial Pursuit and it's a baseball question, the answer is always Babe Ruth. Well, if you have some sort of problem going on in your body, no matter what it is or where it is, the underlying cause is always the gut. So the gut or Babe Ruth is usually a correct answer. Um, You know, there's all kinds of pathogens that are associated with a lot of different the research uh, for Hashimoto's. And they're not really connecting a direct cause to the pathogens. But it's to always do probiotics. And, yeah, I know a lot of people every day, they say, well, I'm taking such and such. And it's like, well, it ain't working. Why are you defending it? And then you get people that just listen to this podcast and a lot of others, but they never do anything. Well, the Bible says, be a doer of the word, not hearer only. Folks, if you're listening and not doing, what's the point? So I'm more of a doer, and I know Janet's even more so than me. I'm a little more sluggish than her, so she has to speed my thyroid up. Um, Some of the triggers that can be identified in Hashimoto's or other hypothyroid conditions would be iodine or lack of iodine or the iodine being taken away because you got too much chloride, chlorine, bromide, bromine, fluoride, or fluorine in your environment, which is all of us. Stress can do it. Now, stress is one of those big buzzwords that don't really mean anything. Toxins, and I talked about that in the book. There are so many environmental toxins that has a lot to do with creating autoimmune diseases, including Hashimoto's. And folks, if you're consuming sucralose or aspartame, that's like throwing gasoline out in your yard and lighting the match. You're asking for disaster if you're putting those things in your body. It, it, they're nasty, nasty, nasty. And that, that's one of the many chemical stresses that we have to deal with. Uh, toxins. I try to get people to read different books about how toxic our world is. You know, we get DDT from where they spray for mosquitoes trying to eliminate malaria in Africa. We get it still still here in America, and we banned DDT, I think, back in the 1970s. But we still ship it, and they spray it on our food in Mexico, Central America, and South America, and they send the food back to us, folks, so you're still getting DDT. Uh, So don't think you're immune to having problems. You know, styrofoam or styrene is one of the most toxic substances in the world. And we drink out of styrofoam cups all the time. So uh, it's very, very toxic. And then there's thousands of them. You get fire retardants. You've heard me talk about that. Every time you go to bed, you're getting it out of your mattress and your pillow. That's not a good thing. So, okay. It's in your environment. What do you do about it? Well, you avoid it as much as you can. Don't microwave in plastic. Certainly don't microwave in styrofoam, but you have to up your nutrient level so your body can do its own, use its wisdom, and use that to crank up its own physiological response, which is to claw into these bad substances and take it out. Um Well, can you explain a little bit about why someone might suspect that they have 
uh, an autoimmune problem in your thyroid. Many people may not even really understand what what that means or what they should be looking for or, or uh, you know, is it on lab that they might see such a thing or is it something you feel or how would you even know to look? Yes, yes, yes. You can see it. You can feel it. Sometimes you can suspect it if you're spouse thinks you're crazy then have your doctor check your thyroid and don't look for just in the range the ranges are not right your tsh thyroid stimulating hormone should be on the low end of the range which now is 0.40 to 4.5 it needs to be roughly 1.5 or below Uh, your t3 uptake should be mid-range to high uh, your T4 should be midway to the high side. I like it on the high side because if you have T4, then there's more of that available to actually um, convert to T3, which takes B2 and B3, which are very, very commonly uh, missed B vitamins because it's not so much in your food. And then if it is, you lose it because they're shipping it all over the country. And then you cook it and you lose most of it. So you need B vitamins to convert T4 to T3. And so if your TSH is low and then it goes high the next time, then it goes low and your doctor keeps changing your medication, ask your doctor to check thyroid peroxidase or TPO and thyroglobulin antibodies. Your doctor knows what to do there. Just check it so if they keep moving your medicine back and forth because they can't ever quite get it right yeah that might that might be a sign of it yeah here's your sign and the other thing i talked to this sweet lady in another state today and i said man you really sound good on the on lab you look like you'd be crazy she says ask my husband he'll tell you i'm crazy and my kids think i'm crazy that's the one that got off her thyroid medication just to see where she was. Folks, it's never a good idea to change your medication without your doctor's knowledge and permission with their help. You know, they're the master at what the medications, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. I'm the master at, you know, putting in the right nutritional supplements so that your body can, you know, have a better chance of fixing itself. Well, that that is a good point because there's so many people that want to do something natural for their thyroid. That's actually one of the few medicines that is the best thing you can do. I mean, there's you're not really going to get something that's better than that medication for your thyroid. Um, yeah, medicine's you know, really really good in many many areas. So you yeah, know. with you know, like Armor Thyroid is great for moving T3. And then if they put you on Synthroid, it's generally because they need to move your T4 and T3. So you can basically do one pill there where with natural medicine it takes several different kind of supplements to move the different parts of the thyroid you know if you don't have a doctor and you need help with the thyroid we can do that but don't think that because they have you on that medicine you're going to do something different naturally that's going to be better because that's really not true well that's that's a good point we get a lot of people that are so anti-medical it's like really i don't see how you could be anti-medical but we're very, very pro-natural approach, but I love some of the things the medical field has done. They've saved my bacon more than once. Uh, but when I talk about it, one of the major reasons that you can get Hashimoto's or Sogren syndrome or rheumatoid or lupus, the autoimmune things, is lack, or, well, improper intestine, intestinal permeability. I think gluten is the number one cause of that. But it could be low digestive enzymes, low stomach acid. If you're taking an acid reducer, you're just opening the door uh, to defeat. 
Uh, so it can be advanced age. And it's not that it, you're getting older that causes it. It's because you're getting a few more years of accumulating toxins. Uh, the advanced glycation end products is a big one. Now, let me step on almost everybody's toes. One of the things that creates uh, intestinal permeability or leaky gut syndrome is alcohol. Don't write me nasty emails, please. Alcohol should be done very, very in small amounts or judiciously, if at all. Peppers actually do that, you know, too much hot pepper. Uh, so many people have food allergies, and folks, if you think you're allergic to a certain food, keep in mind it may not be the food. It may be the glyphosate that's on it or some of the other chemicals. There's all kinds of nasty things that they say is safe to eat, but the people applying these chemicals to your crops or in a full body suit and a respirator. Think about that for a moment. But they tell you it's safe to eat. It's got a skull and crossbones on the containers of the things they're spraying on your food. But they tell you it's safe to eat. If you're not getting involved in writing your senators and congressmen, if you're not throwing money at some of these groups that are trying to get us cleaner food, then you're part of the problem. And I have the privilege of treating many, many organic farmers all across the country. Uh, Quite a few states are involved there. And they all notice that when they do extra supplementation that they feel better and they don't feel as good when they don't, even though they eat organic. So organic is great. It's a very, very good step toward better health, eating mostly the vegetables and a few of the fruits. But it's not complete. You can get even better. So think about food allergies, gluten, intestinal permeability problems, or leaky gut, which makes everything perfect for more yeast, fungus, and viruses to grow. Or in some cases, worse parasites than that, which we don't like to talk about. Yeah, there's actually... um different conditions that um, that many, many people don't associate with having a, a thyroid problem. You know, you're always looking for a metabolism and body weight kind of things is why everybody thinks thyroid does, which it does. But there are some other things like high cholesterol is actually can be a thyroid problem, um, depending on if it's the, um, you know, the LDLs, which is the bad cholesterol. If that's that's high, you might suspect a thyroid problem. Having an irregular menstrual cycle can be a thyroid problem. Or men that have PMS could be a thyroid problem. And men, you're not immune to having hormonal imbalances also. Yeah, thank you for telling them that because that wouldn't come well from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Thank you. <laughs> Low libido. Uh, men or women can be a thyroid problem. Uh, infertility. A thyroid problem. Gum disease, which I bet you never suspect gums going with your organ health at all, but it very much does. Yeah, also gum disease has a lot to do with uh, future heart disease. So if you have one, have your dentist clear that up. Right. Very important. Fluid retention, um, which I guess everybody knows what that is. Skin conditions such as acne and eczema. It can be a thyroid problem, and it's generally on the chin area, like the neck and chin. That's um, usually a hormonal acne, not on the face part. 
Um, and memory problems where you can't remember things like you should can be a thyroid problem. No, you need to check my thyroid <laughs> for my memory. <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting that there was uh, different signs and symptoms than what you're normally used to. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest contributors to leaky gut is the NSAIDs like Tylenol and Advil. People who do that every day. You, when you get an overgrowth in the small intestine, it's usually because of low stomach acid. And again, eating too many sugars and carbohydrates. We're way carbohydrate addicted nation. We shouldn't do that. Well, speaking of that, um, I wanted to mention that the winner of the uh, shooting or question that we had last week um, for whether or not somebody is insulin resistant, you know, the missing mineral was Bethany from Bryan. She actually used to work for us many years ago, but she moved to uh, another ta- another town, and I hadn't heard from Bethany in a long time, so I was pretty excited that she was the one that was listening and won, won the product. But from the responses that you guys had, I believe the question might have been too simple because <laughs> it seemed that y'all got it really quick, and some some people actually wrote in and said, well, because the answer was in the question itself, we didn't really have to look very far far because I think uh, chromium was the missing mineral and chromate was the product that we gave away. So I will get Dr. Lewis to work extra hard on the next one to come up with a great question and uh, product that's different from the question. So y'all will have to try a little bit harder next the time. answers generally Babe Ruth are in the gut. So, <laughs> But okay. chromate, you were talking about uh, craving sugar, chromate helps that a whole bunch and i thought well now maybe bethany's not craving sugar so bad and it's helping her yeah well you know back to hashimoto's you know there's there's a lot of things and it's not just hashimoto's it's many autoimmune diseases and we've seen the prevalence of that get greater and greater uh because our toxic society really is getting more toxic and our food supply is getting less and less nutrient dense you know if you have like mucus in your bowel movements if you feel nauseated after taking supplements it can be that although there are a lot of supplements out there that are horrible made out of coal tar and petroleum products uh if you get fatigued when you eat have heartburn use antacids you know that kind of thing um if your bowel movements stink to high heaven you know if you let some gas and you think it's funny but your people around you don't you might be a redneck i mean uh you might have a thyroid problem uh geographic tongue we see a lot of people that that come in here um you know if you crave breads and sweets that would be a good indicator of intestinal dysbiosis. And if you keep the bad bacteria there long enough, sooner or later they're going to alter the immune system because 70 80% of your immune system is in your GI tract. So always probiotics. And people say, but I'm on a good probiotic. You know, folks, there's some folks out there that really get fooled by the littlest. All right, well, it's natural. You know, one lady bowed up her fist, says, I don't believe I should quit eating fruit. God made fruit. It's natural. God made it. And she invoked the name of God, and she didn't think I could argue with that. And I said, well, God made cyanide, arsenic, tapeworms, and uranium. That doesn't mean that you should put it in your your body. And she was getting larger and larger every time we saw her, but she was just eating fruit. And you should avoid anything with fructose like the plague. And I eat a few fruits, but... I know what my limits are. I got up to 179 pounds, and I told Janet, I said, "Oh God, I gotta stop it." Well, you know, three days later, I'm I'm down. I'm I'm almost to my fighting weight. So, 
it it really is what you're putting in your body and it takes a long time for your body to shift but intestinal dysbiosis take anab take probiotics after an antibiotic over and over and over again it takes two months to two years to reestablish the good bacteria back in your gi tract so you, you just kind of have to stick with it quite a bit I thought it was very interesting that uh, people with hypothyroidism have significant fatigue or sluggishness, especially in the morning, uh, and may have hoarseness for no apparent reason. That's my deep, sexy voice. I don't want to talk when I get up. So she's describing me, and she's the songbird that sings so sweetly first thing in the morning. I'm like, oh, geez, do I have to answer this? Give low, me another cup of coffee. Low mood and depression are also common. Hey, 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 hey. I, Stop I'm it. just I'm just telling the symptoms. <laughs> I I just found it very interesting that the hoarseness people don't generally associate being hoarse with a thyroid problem. I I heard one at lunch. Very beautiful woman and she sounded like a cow guttural sound. I'm sorry. Uh well, I, I was raised around cows, so. <laughs> um. so sluggish bowels and constipation are also major clues. If you're already drinking enough water and fiber, if you're not drinking any water and you're not going to the bathroom, that's not a thyroid problem. If you're if you're doing half your body weight in ounces of water and you're still not going correctly, then that is a sluggish bowel, possibly from a thyroid problem. Yeah. Now think about the immunoglobulins like immunoglobulin A, you know, its response to gluten. Uh, It's usually so depleted, so it can't create an immune response. And, and that's when you consume gluten, if you're gluten sensitive. And there's different degrees of gluten sensitivity. Some people are incredibly sensitive to it, and other people can get by with a little bit of it. But I don't think we were ever designed physiologically to digest wheat. There's certain pathways that your body can deal with, and you can digest it better as a child, but it loses that pathway as you get older. We'll do more about that in the future. But if you would remove all gluten from your diet for about three weeks uh you know your autoimmune diseases will get better and better and better we've seen that time and time again it doesn't matter what autoimmune disease they do get better and also suspect dairy products milk does not do a body good cow's milk does a baby cow good and that's it we shouldn't consume much if any of that unless it's fermented then it's a different story so cheese and yogurt can be okay for some people. Hmm. Also very interesting that um, people that have a higher risk for hypothyroidism um, include people that have goiters or, or family history of goiters, um, prematurely gray hair. And at what age does that become premature? Oh, it's 10 years older than what we are. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that it? Uh, Close. Left-handedness. I'm left-handed. What does that mean? I thought it meant you were smart, but I, maybe it means you got a thyroid problem. I I'm smart's just one part of what I am. <laughs> uh, um, diabetes. If that runs in your family, you could have a thyroid problem. Um, Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And then, um, and again, there's some new research. Sorry, Janet. <coughs> new research on Crohn's disease and celiac disease about it being caused by a fungus. So there we go back into the intestinal dysbiosis. You have the wrong microorganisms living there. So probiotics, probiotics. You know, eat your kefir, sauerkraut, kombucha, and then 
take a lot of probiotics also and well, kick out that fungus that they're saying is a major contributing factor to Crohn's and celiac. And discuss a little bit what happens if you do have this Hashimoto's disease or an autoimmune and a thyroid, the medical treatment versus something natural. Well, you know, they can help stabilize. What I do, I put people on uh, olive ear and PRP spray, which is stands for proline-rich polypeptides. And olive ear is olive leaf extract. Yeah, it, it's absolutely incredible. There's some really good medical research on olive leaf extract. And I'll just tell you a quick story. Once upon a time, I had a bad spider bite, and I'm going to make this quick. And um, the surgeon says, supplements don't work. And so I was taking olive leaf, and it wasn't even the strong stuff we carry now. And they did the surgery, and they sent another surgeon in to scratch and sniff, so to speak, and swab it and culture it. And he said, is that not sore? I said, no, it's fine. And I was giving a lecture to the nurses at 3 a.m. about why I did not get MRSA. And those of you that don't know what that is, that's methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, the flesh-eating bacteria. They said you always get it from the spider. It's a bad year for spiders around here in East Texas. And if you don't get it there, you get it out of the hospital, uh, you know, antibiotic-resistant bugs, which is going to be a huge, huge problem as we get further into our history. Uh, and I, I told them about olive leaf. And long story short, my leg healed up better than the surgeon had ever seen. He says, I've never seen one heal this good especially without the $6,000 skin graft that I opted out of. I said, uh, it was all those supplements you said didn't work. Now, I still needed surgery, and that's why I love the medical profession, because they kept me from uh, losing my leg from a very bad spider bite. So, you know, don't think that any particular way to treat yourself is the only way. All different ways have something that they can add to your health. Well, when you talk about olive oil and PRP spray, there's so many people that say, well, you're making my immune system. You're raising my immune system. That's what they assume. And it's not. It's about your immune system is is not stable. So the olive oil and immunoprp spray actually stabilize your immune system so that your thyroid function can return to normal. Yeah. And not be all over the place. Where with uh, medicine, you know, they have different ways they treat it. But if they can't uh, treat it or get it under control, they'll radiate it out. Because they can't control it. And then you have no thyroid, which is the same problem. You still have a problem. And you have to go on Synthroid or whatever your doctor chooses to put you on. You know, I have a young lady up in Sulphur Springs, which is about 100 miles from here. She was really mad. You know, like us East Texans can get, we get a little verbal at times. And she says, I can't believe I spent thousands of dollars in 10 years at the best endocrinologist in the world uh, or in the Dallas area. And uh, she said, you're the one that found Hashimoto's. And I said, there's no bad doctors out there at all. It's just which one's a good fit for you. You know, I've never seen a doctor that didn't have good intentions. So don't knock your doctor. You know, some people love me. Some people hate me. It's true of all doctors. That's just the way it goes. You know, there's a test that we add to our lab panels when uh, when we run lab panels, which if you're new to the show, um, we do run 12 to 14 lab panels, do it very inexpensively. We do it close to where you live across the United States. Um, but we we can add this, what they call a TPO on there. 
that um, tells us if you have the antibodies towards having um, an autoimmune problem with the thyroid. It's it's very inexpensive. It's like thirty to forty dollars, I think, to add that on to to the lab. So, if you suspect you have it, then you can always just put that test on there and see if you do, because that'll um, you'll know that's something you need to deal with from now on. It just means a virus has settled in your thyroid, and you can't kill it because if you killed it, it's replicated into your DNA. It would kill you. So you have to take things that actually stabilize it so that you can function and live a healthy life. So if you're at the end of your rope and you feel like you just don't know what to do and you don't know what's wrong and no one's been able to find it, consider doing our low-cost lab work and uh, getting started to find out what's going on. And, um, you know, to do that, go to our website at a cut above naturals with an S on the end, dot com and fill out the health survey and that gives Dr. Lewis a great idea of where to start taking care of your health. And um, if you've got friends that are on the uh, shooting straight with Dr. Lewis, the closed Facebook group, and you know someone that might be interested in hearing what he has to say on there and, uh, you know, want to be a part of asking some questions, please shoot, shoot us an email to Janet at doctorsnutrition.org. And I can include them on his uh, shooting straight page or give us a call at 903-663-1008 and we can do it that way also. Dr. Lewis, have you got more that you would like to add in about the thyroid? Sure, you would. Get it tested, of course. (laughs) Uh, You know, know, I I said B2 and B3. Uh, I'll go back into a little more detail. B2 is called riboflavin. You should have at least 100 milligrams two times a day. B3 is niacin, 500 milligrams two times a day because they help convert T4 to T3. And it's your free T3 that's generally the one that trumps all other things. What about iodine? Is there any validity in taking iodine or not taking iodine? Well, most most of the research says you should not take iodine during Hashimoto's disease. I don't necessarily think that's always true. You know, a lot of people come to conclusions based on a correlation but not a causation. Um, because you get so much chlorine, fluorine, and bromine uh, that interfere with thyroid function, <clears throat> and they, you know, they compete for the receptors that take in iodine. So with Hashimoto's, you have to be very, very careful. You've got to really up your detoxification pathways, and there's a lot of those. Uh, to get rid of plastic pesticides, uh, things in hot tub treatments, your fire retardants, uh, flowers. Why do they brominate flowers? Bromine is not good for you, and bromine's also in the citrus uh, sodas, which down here in Texas, all sodas are called a Coke. They say, I want a Coke. They say, what kind? I said, Dr. Pepper. Uh, that's just kind of a southern thing. Um, just filter your water supplement and if you're if you have Hashimoto's and you want to supplement with iodine for God's sake do it with medical supervision because that can be like throwing gasoline on the fire unless you know what you're doing so, so again ask for help get get help but we appreciate you listening to this week's show and we would love to hear your comments your feedback any kind of ideas that you would like to hear on on shows which some of you've given us and uh, Dr. Lewis is working on those And we will see you guys right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Have a blessed week.